Hello, my name is Janke. Welcome to this podcast by Who's Museum, an art collective and network that has over the past years in Malmö established a place where artists and the public meet, engage in discussions, in art making, in exhibitions, events, and many more. This episode is about motherhood, art, and collectivity. Lately, Who's Museum has gotten some offspring, more and more kids came together, and every Tuesday, Sigi has been hosting a baby sing from 10 to 12. Motherhood is a topic that has been reflected in the arts probably since forever, although not in terms of authentic and diverse representations. It has been addressed a lot during the past years. There was a big show called Mother! at Louisiana Museum in Denmark last year that was also shown afterwards in the Kunsthalle Mannheim. The exhibition was set to convey the multifaceted topic of motherhood from the invention of the contraceptive pill and legalized abortion to quote current ideas of roles, including biotechnological possibilities and queer family structures. Still, it might have felt like a very homogeneous narration, idealized and romanticized, although the curators addressed these issues in their exhibition statement that said, quote, whether loving or distant, near or far, alive or dead, mothers are the source and existential beginning of human life. There is hardly another term or concept that evokes more manifold associations of reactions to and cliches about roles. I took this exhibition as well as the stunning amount of internalized pressure that I experienced when I became a mother last year and the statement of two iconic artists as a starting point for discussing motherhood, art and collectivity with a couple of artists. I talked to Tere Falomir, Eleanor Lager, Mahara Mihadi and Karin Sandberg. Tracy Emin in 2014 stated that she would have not been making art if she was a mother, as she would refuse to compromise. Quote, I would have been either 100% mother or 100% artist. There are good artists who have children, of course they are. They are called men. It's hard for women. They are emotionally torn. It's hard enough for me with my cat. Two years later, in 2016, when Marina Abramovic shared her experience with abortions, she explained, quote, I was certain it would be a disaster for my work to have children. One only has limited energy in the body. I would have had to divide it. In my opinion, that's the reason why women aren't as successful as men in the art world. Although I do understand the part about the cat, the old-fashioned and ignorant normative nature of these statements is just evident. There's certainly some truth when it comes to Swedish society, as Karin Sandberg explored in her research. Karin has a master from the University of Gothenburg and a master in fine arts from Valand, as well as a Bachelor of Fine Arts from the University in Amsterdam. She studied art history, gender, literature, and pedagogical studies, among others. In my master thesis, because then I was pregnant with my first kid, I interviewed Lotta Antonsson and Annika Lundgren, pretty famous 
female artists in Sweden with one child each. How was it before the kid? How was it after? How did you, it change your practice? How did you practically, and when you're on your own, like Annika, she was living in Berlin at the time, very far away from her family, and so did Lotte. That they raised kids very far away from their families, so no one could come when the kid has a cold, etc. So I included that in thesis together with statistics from the Kommunalsnämnden, Swedish uh, Arts Grants Committee. So they had a report made about what is it really like practically to have kids in Sweden. If you are a man and if you are a woman, it's called in Swedish... Konstnärernas inkomster ur ett jämställdhetsperspektiv. If you are a woman, and this was 2010, so it's quite old, but they haven't done any new one. So this is the one that I can just relate to. They were pretty clear that it's a lot harder for a female artist to have a child. Financially, practically, and in general, the Swedish artists that are men, they have a lot more kids. For artists that identify as mothers... Karin has, in 2019, founded the KMK, Konstnärnas Mamma Kollektiv, a community, a network, and a platform aiming to invite mother artists to participate in keeping the integrity of work and identity as mothers. The KMK wants to offer a safe space where the members support and encourage each other. We really need to change the system in a way, and we need to change the statistics. The collective and the network and the platform, it's for free. So everyone will be able to join, even though you don't have the money, so you don't have to pay anything. We are 60 women, by the way. It's a huge collective. We're spread from Malmö to, to the north of Sweden. We also have uh, some Swedish people living in Amsterdam. They usually join us on Zoom. So what we offer is that we try to support each other in different ways. So sometimes we have studio talks online. If someone is living on the countryside and they haven't been able to talk to anyone for a while, they could invite to have a studio meeting and you could also have meetings about practical things we share things on facebook if you have problems within your practice like i need this tool or what should i do with this sculpture do you have any idea and there you can also share texts so the idea is that you should feel that you're not alone that you have support and you can find other kmk members in your city or where you where you live and you can also get new friends that you actually share a lot with the art connection and then you have the mother connection to meet up and have a coffee online when it has been corona that has been great over the last years, the collective was able to gather funding for projects and events, and they will have an exhibition at Konstepidemien in Gothenburg. We have funding from Västra Götalands regionen. We're going to go to Stockholm and have meetings with Konstnersnämnden and KRO. We're going to go to London and visit Procreate Project. And we also plan to have a seminar at the end of this year in Gothenburg. That's kind of my plan with the KMK, that it's supportive, like practically and mentally a group of people that are someplace or they are around in the world. I think that's kind of comforting knowing that, okay, I'm here and life is really a struggle and I'm changing diapers and I want to have my intellectual side not be destroyed by just talking to a baby. But I know that I have friends that are in the same. We are all in the same and together we're stronger. I really believe in that that you can make a lot of changes when you are many people. Imagine these 60 female artists that are just really badass persons in a room. And that is, that is so much power in that image.
talking about collectivity, I also thought a lot about this quote that it needs a village to raise a child. And as mentioned, I also spoke to Tere Falomir, who's a tattoo artist based in Malmö and one of the founders of Diseo, a queer tattoo studio and creative space. And this is what they said. Back Marina Ibramovic, yesterday I was like reading a writer from the 19th century from Spain and she had babies and she divorced and you know, but it's true, you need help, but you need help. I just think coming back to the community thing, it's true, it takes a village. And I think whoever has the village, it's lucky. The more people is involved in an infant's life, the better. Thinking of maybe the community of the support systems, you know, that's very connected because it would be amazing if, if we were like a community of women living in a building. The sacrifice we will have to do individually would be much less. The idea that we have today that you have to individually and solely be like everything for one child is fucking crazy. And I don't think in this case it's just like a partner because I think if you have, like I see it in many, for example, couples, heterosexual or not, you know, that is kind of like, it can feel even more isolating because it's supposed that it's you and your partner and that's it. You know, like maybe being queer or being gay has you already relying a lot on friends or creating your own families, you know, since very early age. So it's, it's something I'm already used to do, you know, like rely on my community and my friends. From the very beginning, I've been like counting on, on them. This is an idea that I would like that maybe we, we will be better organized or maybe a question for for the future, for women to think about, you know, how we create those villages. But it's kind of very opposite to our society because everything is so individualistic. So it's very big questions and it, it really is true that it takes a village. Bahar Mihari also stressed aspects of connecting and communication overall when it comes to art and motherhood. She is an Iranian artist based in Malmö who has a bachelor in painting from Iran and a master of fine arts from Umeå. Bahara mostly works with performance and film and explores topics such as migration, patience and tolerance. She is also a host at Moderna Museum in Malmö and part of Gallery CC as well as Unicorn Artists in Solidarity. That is a network initiated by artists and cultural workers in Malmö. I mean, as an institution, I think it's a really big question, but it's even from CESA to Unicorn to Moderna Museum. Or I don't know, I feel look like, yeah, of course, by more involving with the events can help sharing the experience i i think i need to say it's a big difference between the way i grew up in iran this was a big uh, culture clash for me in here because there i had this big network or big collective of the people with the not a specific just being a visual artist it could be a professor in the lecture or whatever so it'd be very kind of the big group doing a different events or different, different art exhibition or whatever. And I never felt alone there because I felt kind of, I don't know, always getting support from the whole group. But then here I felt it's so important to have it. This society really need this kind of network, being collective, being super 
involved with the program, whatever, la la la. The one thing also was clashed for me. I never saw it in Iran. They had this kind of view about the, being an artist is can be a job. First time, the meaning of understanding what is that means to be an artist, and it's even if you don't get pay for it, but you work on it. It was when I moved to Umeå. Me and my two other brothers, we, they also artists. We all kind of grew up together buying this look like, no, we love this. We want to be artists, even if you don't make the money. When I moved in here, it was more like, no, it can be a job, even if you don't get paid for it. Mahara and me also talked about the problem that artists who are mothers are often only seen as mothers. Even I can see it in my parents way when my parents they talk to me it's look like before they could tell me look like ah oh, that's so good you are doing your art ah oh, that is so you are busy oh, you are having this exhibition la 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 but now they are kind of more uh, yeah what are you gonna do for the weekend i don't know the only thing i felt it's so different is that people doesn't ask me anymore about what am i doing in my art and one person told me look like ah wow you have an extra child Probably you cannot handle your life because then it's become busy. You're going to be busy. And for me, it was kind of look like, but what's the difference? Because I lived in the collective, for example. What's the difference between living in the collective and living with your partner and your extra child? It's still, it's three rooms, still it's three people. And it's still, it's look like, yeah, of course it has a lot of challenge. I really, really still, for me, it's a big question of why even you questioning me? Relating to this, Karin said. I think it's time that we don't have to choose anymore. We can be everything. And Bahara added. Yeah, of course, it's so different from society to society. If we compare ourselves in Iran or in Germany or in Turkey, even also the friends. I have one of them recently, she got the baby and she lives in Belgium. And she's kind of looked like this kind of person wants to get a higher success and uh, she's really focusing about her art and now it's it's for me this transfer of or this kind of change look like by having the kid and she's uh, still look like ah but i'm making my movie and then i'm having the one month baby i just felt ah but the people around her they are really really kind of in they are the people also have a baby and they are people that are doing their art. An artist that actually addresses her motherhood in her practice is Eleanor Lager, who is also part of the KMK and who studied at Malmö Art Academy and at Valand Art Academy. It's very much a part of my, my motherhood or working from, and now at the MFAR program also, I applied with like a research proposal to figure out my own configuration that I call placenta parenthesis. So very much to, I, I think I work from my, from my body or understanding my motherhood also through my art practice, I guess. In her practice, she focuses on one possible aspect of motherhood, namely pregnancy or rather birth. I was so stressed to talk about motherhood because it's such a stigmatic and such a huge topic, even though I do have my placenta parenthesis and my own practice kind of trying to figure out what it even means to be, to be a mother and to have a body that can be pregnant and can give birth. 
Eleanor is also a doula. I started just when Corona hit, which made it very hard to start because there's uh, restrictions in the hospitals. But I have been doulaing. <laughs> I have joined birth both during the worst part of the restriction and Corona and then afterwards, which I'm super excited about. It's really great. I also wanted a doula when I was giving birth for, or when I was pregnant the first time. And at that point, there weren't so many, but I think at this point in Sweden, there's plenty. It's really growing as a collective as well. If I'm a, a little bit uh, chronological, giving birth for the first time for me was really an eye-opener to where I work from or as a sculptor or kind of finding this the carnal plateau or the somatic experience, but also an intuitive way of making language also for this experience after giving birth this philosophical weird huge experience of both being pregnant and giving birth i was so thankful for being someone who works in visual art because it made sense somehow and then with my second birth i i was handed out the wrong placenta all of a sudden i was standing with my own and another when i had to return from this experience i kind of articulated this or made this conception of the placenta parenthesis that these are the life-giving organs and we just cut them off and we turn them up and somehow for me it created the metaphor also about birth and pregnancy and in some sense motherhood or that it's so much in a parenthesis. This uh, placenta parenthesis became uh, an own conceptualization where I, I kind of wanted to also frame, but trying to talk about how much we really are in a parenthesis as pregnant and in birth to also be able to meet other women and, and talking through pregnancy to become a doula was my way to continue and to cultivate that experience. It's in some way then, or this experience of being a doula, to be part of a doula community informs my research. So my practice is really about, or it's based on an intuitive way of expressed symbols or forms. They stand as a, a way where other language cannot reach. I call my sculptures memes, so, it, so I, I really regard them as symbols or signs or language from within the body as a persisting effect of memory. And I want to come back to the old-fashioned statements that I read earlier and to the claim that good or successful artists who have children are men. Is a career linked to money or is career linked to being famous or is career linked to changing the world? It's all these things that you have to figure out. I would say career is linked to have some kind of changed the world in a way. And maybe you don't make any money out of that, but you make life a lot better for a lot of people. That could be a career. But we are, of course, very, I mean, the whole um, world is structured on economy. Linking back to aspects of collectivity, Terra expressed. Maybe if I would have a nine to five job, I would get a better maternity leave. But that's not the question. It's not about money. It's about it's about feeling companionship and feeling supported and feeling like you are not giving everything of yourself. 
and they shared one aspect of how their motherhood changed their practice. I will draw some nights and then I felt that I was actually more intentional. Instead of producing all the time, I would spend more time thinking. I've been thinking that maybe I'm more in a suctioning. Other senses has awake and other perceptions has waking up. And I don't know how it's going to be, but I think creatively wise is going to change too. It has connected me also with another part of me that I didn't know it was there. But definitely something I appreciate is that that kind of rest from mass production. Somehow I felt like it would be so nice if we all have the, the time to be more intentional. Karin also talked a lot about practical solutions to me. When the planning for uh, an exhibition with someone that is a parent or a mother or a single mother, I think you have to have reasonable time limits, those kind of things, really practical things. And we spoke about different opportunities for artists who are mothers, for instance, mothers in residency, an association for artists and creators that are mothers and that aims to support the art practice during motherhood. I'll read from their website. You don't have to apply. It doesn't cost anything. It's fully customizable and you can be in residence as long as you choose. You don't even have to travel. The residency takes place entirely inside your home and everyday life. And I was the first one in Sweden to participate in that. I was in a residency, but I was in my apartment. It was really nice because there is the same kind of mindset as the KMK. It's uh, that you are part of something bigger. It's a mental space. I think we need to talk more about that, the mental spaces. I want to thank all the artists that shared their stories with me. And I want to close this small insight on motherhood, art and collectivity with reminding you that there's a Bibi Sang at Hus Museum. It will be closed during July, but we will be back in fall. You can join us if you have a story to share, if you want to talk to others or just want to have some coffee, put down your baby and just sit. As final sentences, I'm going to read parts of Holly McNish, Can I Touch Myself Though, from the book, The Best Most Awful Job. Strangers took an amazing importance when my daughter was little. As a new parent, they were like a daily drug. I found myself in two states of emotion with most strangers. Some I wanted to grab by the hair and pull across the floor screaming, fuck you, you fucking bastard. Then there were the other strangers at whose feet I wanted to bow, crying, thank you, my kind, kind superhuman. I found public space such a bitch for new parents that the tiniest acts of kindness or just, well, not being an arsehole left me overwhelmed with gratitude. <laughs> Yeah.